Do you know what? I never really understand the non-alcoholic stuff. Like it's beer, but with no alcohol in. Yeah, no, but uh, no one likes. No one really enjoys the taste of alcohol, like and, beer uh, and stuff like that. So why? Some people do though. Oh, I've no. got friends that are into like loads of different craft beers, and they can taste the differences between them and and all that lot. And like some people are proper beer connoisseurs, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, so some people I do, but I never enjoyed the taste of beer. So why would I drink a non-alcoholic? Yeah, beer? I mean, I, I think for me, I, I like to have, I like to do things when it's got a purpose. Like beer pissed. is there to get you drunk. Right. I see. What so you're why drink it? Any of like why the non-alcoholic yeah. version just doesn't. Yeah, Makes yeah. sense. Non-alcoholic Baileys is is wonderful. Is it? Yeah, I hate Baileys. Yeah, I'm not don't a like Baileys, Baileys at all. Baileys on ice. No, don't no. Like it. Oh, beautiful. Give me a whiskey. What's, on your, ice. what's your Christmas tipple of choice if you was to drink? Any, I know you don't drink anymore. Any any, any whiskey? Whiskies. Yeah, yeah. Have you got a, have you got a particular whiskey? Uh, I like Johnny Walker Gold Label. Do yeah. Yeah, I've got loads of. Loads of whiskey. Good stuff. What about you? I don't mind a Disserano or something like that. Yeah, Disserano's not bad. with yeah. what? Neat? Um, yeah, it's got to be. Neat yeah, on the rocks? I don't, I don't mind it neat on the rocks. I don't mind it with a bit of bit of coke in there or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coca-Cola. Christmas indeed. Christmas yep. has arrived early. Let it, let lots it snow. Of, lots of snow. <laughs> let it snow. <laughs> uh, All right, guys. What's welcome your, back. What's your, what's your drink of choice at Christmas? Well, I don't drink anymore. I ain't drank Orange for 11 juice. years. Water. But, um, I, like I said, I, I, would, I missed a Bailey's. Uh, Christmas. Um, For what, Mrs. Baylor's? But I'm editing that. That was dire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you know that I've got creative control, yeah. right? Because <laughs> honestly, you wouldn't realise the amount of shit that I edit out of these podcasts. Mainly bullets. <laughs> Mr. Pause. <laughs> My A fucking Mr. Stivsky. Name is Adam <laughs> Bullis. I, I haven't quite thought about what I'm going. <laughs> to say it fucking hell what was that it's not like Gary Neville you know, like, you know who you remind me of fucking Stephen Hawkins when he's running out of battery that's why I'm trying to edit you in the pod <laughs> anyway guys welcome well, back real fast like this. welcome back series 2 <laughs> episode 8 <laughs> and this episode in true golf goals and grapplers fashion, we're going to do a golf episode. We don't do enough of this. We did Build Your Perfect Golfer. We did a Ryder Cup special. Then other than that, we haven't really done golf. And it's the first word on the podcast. Yeah. Which is a little bit, a little bit deceiving for people. Are you forgetting about our Break 50? I mean, that was great content, but that's actual golf footage. So I thought we'd do a podcast. So we'll just talk about the world of golf. Um, it, it's sort of the off-season. So you might think there's not a lot to talk about, but actually... Lots there going is on. loads to talk about. Lots There's going so on. much to talk about in golf. It's absolutely ridiculous how much there is to talk about in golf at this moment in time. Yeah, yeah, mate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very high, <laughs> very high intensity that was, yeah. Who <laughs> we'll fucking put 50p in you? <laughs> so he can, he can talk fast and still not know what he wants to say as well. <laughs> I've never known someone say so many words that meant so little. <laughs> I'm not a Christian speak. Well, yeah, that is true. Do you know what I was about a minute ago? I like something with a bit of purpose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, touche. Yeah, yeah. Right. Also, fucking hell, I, that, 
episode started off quite lightly. You just derailed it, mate. <laughs> Thanks for that. Episode. <laughs> um, the episode started off quite light. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, <laughs> So where are we going to start then? I'm going to lead on this one, and I think there's only one place to start, and that is John Ram to live. Those Spanish hands. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck's sake. What was your? Um, what was your? I know it's been rumored for a while. I think where I started to believe the rumors was when he backed out of that new Tiger Woods Rory McIlroy uh, little event that they were setting up mm. for next year, and he backed out of that. I mean. What what what's your initial thoughts? Because I think I, I think it changes a lot of things. This right before I bring you in, what I will say is we're getting to the point now where Liv have got Cam Smith, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, and now John Ram and Dustin Johnson. Right, yeah. they've now they're now getting to the point where their roster is arguably more attractive than the key players on PGA Tour. You've got Scheffler, McElroy. After that, who are what who are people going to watch specifically on the PGA Tour? There's rumours of Tony Fino until Hatton going to live as well, so that'll make it even more interesting. But I think if you if you look at it, I think you're right. There are more people playing in live who people want to watch. Yeah, your marquee the, players. The more yeah. exciting, the more charismatic. Patrick Reed, people don't want Patrick to... Patrick Reed is all right. You've you still got exactly. people like Phil Mickelson. Yep. But yeah. you st- whether he's a bellend or not, you, you want to watch yeah. him. You pay money to watch him. They move the needle. Yeah. So uh, I think we're at a tipping point here where you thought Liv was just going to be a bit of a fad and it was going to sort of fade away and die away. It's looking likely. I mean, they're meant to have been able to strike a deal with the PGA Tour by the 31st of December, although rumours are that that, that deal is not going to get done. So that you will probably end up with two factions still live in PGA. And I think we're at a tipping point where they've now got enough. John Rahm is a huge statement. Mm. I think someone showed a stat where since 2020, if you add up all the majors, eight of the majors have been won by players that are on the PGA Tour and seven have been won by players that are on live. Wow! In the last since twenty twenty, you've you've now got a really appealing roster. First of all, let's go on to John Ram because it's rumored anywhere between three hundred million and six hundred million. Like, is that killing the game? No, because if someone paid me four hundred and fifty million quid to work half the amount of time, not travel as much, and only play three rounds in a competition, who's gonna, who's going to turn it down? Yeah, I think it's like it's, it's the same in any sport you go to. Every sport has that that bar that gets raised in terms of what's, what money is available within the sport. And as a sports person, you're only around for a short period of time. Why not go in? Like, I don't begrudge anyone that's going to live and getting paid mega bucks to do the same thing they're doing for less money, like Bullis just said there. I don't, right? I don't begrudge anyone capitalising on this yeah. as a player, as a marquee player, capitalise on it, fill your boots. John Rahman earned about $16 million last year on the PGA Tour. Yeah. So it's a huge pay rise. Yeah, yeah. My, where I do take issue with him is everybody barring Brooks Kepke. Because Brooks Kepke is the only one that said, I went to live for the massive payday. Yeah. Be Other honest. people have said it's to grow the game. It's bullshit. Yeah. You're going because it's a massive payday. Gotcha. So just say that because no one would begrudge you it. Like Bully said, like, yeah. why would you? People don't begrudge you taking three hundred million dollars. No, why wouldn't you? Hundred percent. And I, I, I saw um, I saw an interview that they played for for John Ram when the, when it was obviously announced that he was going across, and it was when obviously Liv was just coming into fruition. They were talking about it, and he was like, 
it's not a real format. You, three days is not a real golf format. And he was slating it, and now he's like going across. And that's something else I don't like as well. Like, don't don't just slate something because you feel it's the right thing to do because you're loyal to PGA or anything like that, and then go and take the offer and go play it. Like, I'd say I don't now, I don't I'd, get it. I'd say now if Rory McIlroy was not on the PGA board a couple of years ago, he would have signed for Live already. Would he? I, I think so. He stepped down, Rory McIlroy. Yeah, stepped down, yeah. yeah he, stepped down he, he, he stepped down, would it affect him? Going, he probably won't go to live now. No. But if this was a few years ago and he wasn't on the board for the PGA and he didn't have a massive impact on how tournaments were being run, prize money and all that kind of thing, I really think he'd have gone to live because he would have got offered a shit ton of money and he wouldn't have batted an eyelid. Yeah, 100%. I mean, again, I, I, I just don't think you can be so against it in in um, interviews and, and stuff like that and then go and do it. Yeah, I think jo- the, the issue with John Rahm is, he, he was, I think they, they captioned him from an interview in July saying, um, it was like 100 million, 200 million, 300 million, he said, it wouldn't make any difference to my life. He said, I live a very good life. I could retire today and live a great life. You know, obviously a multi-multi-millionaire. Mm. But everybody's got a price. Of course they are. Eventually. Yeah. For the million dollar man. Yeah, your, your agent, your agent's coming to you saying, look, you can play and earn $20 million for the next 10 years on the PGA Tour. Or we'll, you can get $300 million for signing on for Live. Yeah. The, the maximum number of competitions they'll play in Live, including the majors, I think is 18. Yeah. So just get this right as well. So that money that he's going to get, does he get that in up front just for signing on? It's not. In, it, they haven't come out and released the particulars. They they believe that it's around six hundred million dollars, so around four hundred and fifty million. And that's before he's even hit a ball. Yeah, yeah. But they believe that some of that money is some of it will be cash money, like yeah. a signing on bonus, just for turning up. Um, there'll be residual money for the longer you stay on the live tour. So you might get hundred million released after year one, fifty million after year two. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But then they've also offered him equity in a team because they've created a new team. Uh, and when they, we're yet to know who was going to be on his team, it's although likely he'll get Sergio Garcia on there and maybe someone else from that area. Oh yeah, they're going to be called Spanish hands. Really? That'd be a great <laughs> name. Nice. But equity in any merchandise you sell for that team. Right. So who knows how big that could be. It could end up being more. It could end up being less than $600 million. Either, either way, it's you're talking astronomical numbers now. Yeah. Right. And what I'm struggling to see is you're dishing out $100 million to Brooks Kepka, $200 million to Dustin Johnson, however, $300 million to Mickelson or whatever it was, you know, potentially $600 million to Ram. How, how is Liv going to break even? Yeah, where are they getting the revenue from? Where so? is that revenue coming from? I don't, I don't think they care about breaking even. Yeah, Saudi Arabian money, they don't really care about breaking even. They've got trillions and trillions and trillions of pounds or dollars, whichever way you want to look at it. They don't give a shit if they break even. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah, that's and fair. They, they're on they must care to some degree, though, because they're, they're not... They're, they're not <laughs> They want to make some money, surely. Well, no, they're, they're more about um, sports washing their image on the world stage mm. because if you get tourism coming into your country, that's where the money is. Yeah. Trillions of dollars of tourism money. I think as well, the, potentially, Liver looking at getting a TV deal. So in, in, in America, yeah. you've got golf on ABC or NBC or wherever it is, on Fox or whatever it might be, on, on Sky, you've got, it, uh, you've got golf. From... From what I've read, Liver looking at trying to get a TV deal in America and also in the UK as well, whether that be 
TNT Sports, whether that be being Sports, whether, which being yeah. Sports looks more likely given that it's Saudi Saudi run yeah. as well. Yeah. So that makes more sense. But a TV deal might get them more money, might give them more sponsorship, open open the horizons out as well. Because yeah, we, the word the word showing them on YouTube at one point, weren't there? Still out. Yeah, they're still on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, still yeah, where stream it. Do you know the so the biggest biggest when you were about arguments against Live because I'm not against Live by the way. Obviously, we went and watched Live in Century last year. As a, as a spectator, as a fan at the event, I actually found it really good, really good format. But the biggest argument against Live is people are going to Live and they're not playing for anything. Like, what does it really matter, right, mm. if you win a Live tournament? Like, it doesn't matter. But by that sense, it doesn't matter if you win the John Deere Classic. Like, really, we're creating a format where really the only tournaments that are going to matter if you win or not are the Grand Slam majors, like yeah. tennis. It's yeah. going to be like tennis, where it's, oh, it only really matters. Four tournaments a year, everyone goes on their own respective tours and dicks about, yeah. and really you come together for four majors yeah. every year, and they're the tournaments that really matter. When they say they're not playing for anything for Liv, it's, it's Liv's two years old. Yeah, yeah. So there's no tradition, there's, there's no, no history. nostalgia, there's yeah. no history. It's a bit like, so Liverpool Football Club established in 1892, right? I imagine in 1893... No one cared that Liverpool were winning football games. Yeah. But fast forward a hundred years later, where you're steeped in history and tradition and fans, it it means something yeah, now. Matters and, more. And I think in 10, 15 years' time, if Liv's still about, you will start to get them marquee tournaments that emerge and you think, oh, Dubai Classic on Liv, that's the good tournament. The advantage that Liv's got over the PGA Toys. The roster that they're building, I don't think they're extending their roster from 48 to 60, I think, this year or something like that, yeah. is you get, you're getting that roster, the same 60 players every week, and they're players you want to watch. Yeah. They're living now relegate players as well. Yeah, so if, if, if players are not playing well or they finish bottom, however many of the standings, they can get relegated and kicked off the live tour, and then they'll bring someone else in. So although there's not a great deal to play for when it comes to that, Players still have things to play for because if they're getting kicked off the live tour, they're getting paid. Mm. They're not going to be able to go back to the PGA tour and be like, hi, yeah, can I come back? Yeah, but I think like the Asian tour will take you or the yeah, South African absolutely, tour or Australian yeah. they'll, tour. They'll make some money somewhere. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I know what you mean, but I do think the John Rahm one is, is big because I think really all that's left now, which I think Roy McIlroy's in too deep and he'll never go unless, I don't think he'll unless go. PGA tour collapse, which he's yeah. not going to. You've really only got on the PGA Tour now big names that you could poach. Scheffler and McElroy. Hovland. Who else? Hovland. I was who el- say, who yeah. else are people going to the PGA Tour to watch other than people that are fans of golf? Like, if you're a fan of a player, who are you going to watch yeah. on the PGA Tour now, apart from them three? I'll, I'll be honest and say, I, don't, I wouldn't go to a PGA Tour or, or a, like a, a European Tour event to watch the golf itself. You go for the spectacle. You go for the event. You want to get people involved in the event itself. That's what lived when we went to live. That is exactly what they did. Yeah, players were accessible. We saw so many players just walking through the walking through the fans. They didn't care. We, they were so accessible yeah. there. Everything was close. The music was on. Everything was buzzing. It felt like an actual event. Whereas if you go to a PGA Tour event, like you said, John Deere Classic, you're walking around in silence. It's dead. It, it's dead. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking dead. It is boring. Yeah, yeah. And let's be honest, other than your, your die-hard fans, right, even when you're watching it on telly, right, on a PGA Tour, you're tuning in on the Sunday night for the Batman. Yeah. yeah. 
You're not watching it Thursday, Friday, Saturday unless it's a major. <laughs> so no one's watching it anyway. It's long, isn't it? Like yeah. four four days. You're like <laughs> when it starts and when you're at work on Thursday and Friday, you catch a bit on a Friday night maybe. Yeah. Because you're a bit excited. Yeah. Then you're out on Saturday and like you say you'll get back for Sunday to watch the back nine. Yeah. So exactly. you're not re- you're not really investing your time into it, are you? No. There's only so many events where you think, oh, so much going on here. Yeah. Like that. Um, the one in Phoenix with the stadium hall on the 17th. Which is sort of live style which is, stadium which golf is, anyway. Which is live style stadium. Mm. I mean, yeah. PJ Tour did that first, but yeah. it's it's exactly that. That's the one hole apart from 17 at Sawgrass where you think, yeah, that's got a bit about it. That's got mm. an atmosphere about it. People go for that. But that's one hole. Yeah. The yeah. live, it's, it's different. You, you're there, it's a it's shotgun start, which helps. So you're not there for 12 hours That's a day. Miles better for fans. You, it's shotgun start, so you can walk around, you can see everyone. And you, it's just, it's, it's so all much, done and dusted in four hours. So much more accessible. You see everybody. If you sat and stood in the same spot like we You'd did, see everybody everyone in the whole goes time. Past in four hours. Nice. Because um, of the shotgun start. So that's good. If you. I, I, what I still say though is that's good if you're a spectator at the course. Yeah. I think shotgun start on TV. It's hard to keep up. But I do think, I think what you just said, it's massive. If Liv got a TV deal with a major network in America, that, that'd that be massive. That'd yeah. elevate him could a little be, bit. Could be game over. Yeah. And I, d- I don't think Liv are looking to take over. I think no, Liv are looking to coexist. Mm. And they're saying we've got a product that can coexist. Do you know what this reminds me a little bit of? And it's a bit of a tangent, but I watched it recently. So I watched that Braun or Braun GP on Disney. So there's a, there's a four-part, five-part, six-part series. There's a series on, on Disney around Braun GP. And they came out of nowhere, obviously built the, you know, brought this car in, tried to take over F1. F1 went into turmoil and they wanted to break away and do their own little... It's kind of, it feels a bit like that where the live have just come in, bullied the way in, spent a load of money, took some stars, and it's whether they can sustain it now long-term. And like you say... They've put, they have got the foundations to do that. So if they do that, I think you will start to see, because it does feel like they're kind of on top of PGA at the minute. Yeah, but don't forget that Liv, uh, Liv's business model is to buy ready-made stars. Yeah. Right, so at some point, if you took all the ready-made stars, which which tour is building the stars up for you to tech the stars? Mm. Like... Is that going to be their model in 10 years' time to let PGA Tour build these characters up and then, and then just, just buy them poach in? them? Yeah, I, yeah. I, guess Man I guess that's the thing, though. If you look at the PGA Tour, who are the young stars that you think, yeah, your class? Because to be fair, that's what PGA Tour do. Europe, European yep. Tour build up. Um, all them Fleetwood, Danish, Hatton. Dan, all them Danish brothers as well. Hoygaards. Hoygaards. Hoygaards, Hattons, Fleetwood. Airbag. Yeah, and they go over to the PGA Tour, and they go over there because there's more money. Again, though, it's just like a new sport, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Foot- yeah, capitalism, mate. Yeah, football. Yeah. You you go and poach the Brazilian leagues for, exactly. for and um, you know South America and things like that, and then you bring them over to the Prem and because there's more money. You, it's it's like then, a new sport. And then Saudi Saudi Pro League poached the ready-made stars to build their brand. Yeah, it's exactly the same. The only thing we'll live, which I think needs to die, and I don't think it'll survive, is the whole team shit. Like the crushers and the fucking... All that shit, because... Yeah, that's too American, that. Golf has always been about the individual against the golf course. Yeah. And I just don't think the team thing needs to survive. I think they need to get rid of it and just let let people play stroke play. Do you know what? I quite like... I don't like the fact that they're called the crushers and shit like that. I think that's really bad. Yeah. But obviously, previous pod... I talked about the fact that um, it was the first time I'd really watched the Ryder Cup this year. 
And I really like the team aspect of that. Yeah, but that's not that format. It's different. Yeah, it's I know. Not four but, balls and foursomes and all that. Lot, but I like, I like the fact. I do, I do think there's, a, there's a space for team. I listened to an capacity. interview what Bryson DeChambeau did about the team format, and they want to establish a team format for a region, so that Cam Smith's team, I can't remember what it's called. Um, the, That's how you get allegiances. Yeah. So, so Cam Smith's team, they're all Australian. Mm. So you you would expect people in Australia to yep. follow that team. Agreed. The South African team, Lou Eustace and Charles Swartzel, those guys are all South African. You would expect the South African fans to follow yeah, that team. Westwood Polter. Westwood Polter, yeah. people yep. like that. Yep. And then John Ram with Sergio Garcia and the Spanish yeah. guys. You would expect the Spanish fans to follow that team. That's how you And do that's it. how you're going to get allegiances yep. over over in, with those players. But and and when they build it over a, over a period of time... Then you can. That's where you'll sell more merchandise. Yeah, I'd, I'd bin the whole fucking ball crushers and all this shit. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. And I'd go with different fucking. Names. I'd go with fucking Spain, Australia. Yeah. Okay, and you know England. Last last thing I want to just talk about live before we move on is. So last time on the pod, we had to guess the top seven highest earners on the PGA Tour. And I think Hovland was top because he just won the FedEx Cup. That was my great game. Yeah, it was. And then we just had a we had a query, which we followed up on, which is, I wonder what the live top earners are, are earning. What you mean is I've put some prep in. Have you done the prep on I've this? I've done yet? the prep on this one. <laughs> you so have you got, what have you got there that we need to guess? So what I've got here is the full live golf championship in order of earnings. Since its inception? Yes. Okay. As of 2023, so up to Let's current. see if we can guess the top five. I was going to say, guess the top five yep. and then try and guess the monetary value behind it and then I'll kind of just do a quick whip through from the rest of it. Okay. Uh, so first, who do you think is number one? First, well, let's not go in order. Let's just name who we think is in the top five. Okay. Right. So, so are, we, are we talking about the two years that it's been an inception? Yeah. Yeah. So right. we've got DJ up there. Yeah. Then we've got this year, Taylor Gooch. Taylor Gooch. You've got, we've got Bryson DeChambeau. Brooks Kepka and Cam Smith because Cam Smith's won a few tournaments. Yeah. So, uh, how many of those five that we've just mentioned are in the top five? Four. Four. Ooh. Right. Let's start piecing this together, mate. So do I, reckon, I would do you reckon DJ's top because that immense fair season. One of them you just mentioned there is eighth. Okay. I'll give you that one. That's, I reckon Taylor. I reckon Taylor Gooch is eighth. Really? Interesting. Yeah, I think Taylor Gooch is. I eight. think Taylor Gooch is higher because he won like four on the box. Oh, this I season. want you to lock these in. I want you to agree the top five and lock them in before I reveal them. Let, I know DJ didn't have a great second season, but I think DJ's first season was unreal. So I think we need to lock DJ in as one. Did Patrick Reed have a good first season? Average. Let's lock DJ in as one. Okay. Um, I don't. Th- I think De Bryson is. F- uh, Debryson. Debryson. De- <laughs> Kevin Debryson. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's played City. I reckon. I reckon Bryson DeChambeau has flourished too late to get in the top five. I reckon he's the one that Christian said at number eight. Okay, so why don't we go with Brooks at two? You reckon? I Brooks has just won the team event, aren't they? So yeah, yeah. he got another. Did you see that interview with Brooks where the interviewer told him he just won another four million dollars? Because Brooks didn't know he'd won the team event. Really? And he went, oh, Brooks, just to let you know, you've just won the team event by one point as well. He said, so you're just another $4 million richer. And he went, all right, nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's so nonchalant about it all, isn't he? It's, like, about say, life. it's like saying to you, oh, you've just dropped to five. He's like, yeah, oh, nice. Right, so I'm going to go, we'll, let's go DJ one. Right. I'm going to go Taylor Gooch at five. Right. We're going to go Brooks at two. Yeah. Cam Smith at Cam three. Cam Smith at three. 
And then we need a number four before before Christian tells how far away we are. Patrick Reed. Really? I don't know. I'm just, just are you going to throw that there? name out there? You're going to have Let, that let's one. Let's put Reed in four. So this is our this is our Go top five. DJ Brooks, Cam, Cam Smith, Smith, Patrick Reed, Patrick Reed, Taylor Gooch. Taylor Gooch. So I can reveal that you've only got one correct out of that whole top five. Ooh. You know, we still fo- got we still got four of the top five. You've right? still yeah, you've missed one person. So Patrick Reed is not in the top right, five. Right, so it's not Patrick Reed. It's not. You've Bryson. looked it in now though, so I'm going to go through it. All right, yeah, go through it. You fit. You failed the mission. All right. So Patrick uh, Patrick Reed was sixth. Yeah, I was close. And it was Bryson that was eighth. Right. Okay. So I know from, I live, mate. I know you know we all live from five to first. Number five was in, Brooks. In no, in no particular order. Brooks was fifth. Brooks was fifth. How much wow. earnings career ends on the live? Twenty six. Twenty six milli. I mean? You see what I mean? Like that would have put him second on the PGA tour. Yeah. So I think Gooch is number one then. Events. He's had twenty one. He's done twenty one events. Because it's got the events on here as well. Because obviously some of them have done less than the others. Also, can I just say, there's someone in this top five that we hadn't even thought yeah. of. Yeah. And he's coming at fourth. Who? Brandon Grace. Oh. Would have never got that. No. Yeah. 27 mil. Oof. 21 events. Jesus Christ. He was. There's a there's a asterisk against this one as well. Oh, actually, no, there's an asterisk against all of them. So, Grace was awarded 8 million for finishing second in the 2022 Live Golf Points list, apparently. Don't know why you just, need to know that. Just for finishing second. Yeah. Um, so the one that you got right was number three. Yeah. And that's Cam Smith. Yeah. 30 million, 19 events. Mad that, innit? Oh, which means we've got the other two the wrong way around. 30 million. Brooks and DJ. No, Brooks is five. Brooks is five. five. No, Brooks is five, sorry. So we've got DJ at two. Taylor Gooch. DJ at two. Yeah. 47 million. Yeah. Yeah, Taylor Gooch. 22 events and Taylor Gooch, number one. Only, only by uh, 400 grand, though. So, how many events for DJ and Taylor Gooch? So, they both tie at 22. So, they've both played 22 events and they're averaging $50 million in earnings for 22 events. So the highest is Cam Smith. He's, he's, he's played 19 events and got $30 million. That's the best return. So, you're averaging like £1.6 million pound an event. Mm. And it's only three days, not four. If it had yeah. played, if, if Cam, I reckon if Cam had played 22 events, he probably would have been top. This is the thing, right? I'm sure DJ's first season, it worked out that it for every swing of the club, he earned something like $60,000. Yeah, it's ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? And that's the thing, though, with um, Taylor Gooch. Taylor Gooch won three events in a row and got most of that money from yeah. those three events yeah. as well. Started the season off really Yeah, it was strong. on fire. Yeah, the, the money's insane. The money's insane. Is there anyone else in live that you want to know where they, where they currently sit? I mean, let, what about the... Um, like your stalwarts, like Westwood, Potter and Mickelson, how much have they earned on live? So Westwood... This, this does not include everyone signing on bonuses, for No, example. this is just for events. Yeah. So Westwood's had 21 events and he's got 6 million down at number 34. And he's been shit and he's got 6 million. <laughs> Poulter, 6 million, 22 events down at 36. Phil Mickelson. Bubba Watson, 5 million. Done Bubba nothing, Watson. have they? Two-time major... Phil Mickelson, champion. 4 million. They've done nothing. Have they? But they've earned millions. But they've millions from it. Signing on bonus, isn't it? Well, yeah, Mickelson got 300 mil, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Let's look who's at the bottom. Is it Chase Kepka? No. <laughs> He's much higher. Much higher? Much higher than the bottom, yeah. Really? Yeah, so Is you've that, got... Who did we watch it live in? It was dead last. Oh, it was... Um... Was it the Filipino guy? Yeah, it's going to say, because this is... The, I can't even is say it, this. Is it... Ratchananon... Chan Tananawat. That's him. Yeah. It was dead last yeah, at yeah. 136 grand is one. 
Fucking he's had one event though. He's only played one event. Oh, it so one event you went, you can't win him. No, it can't that. Well, that's I mean, the only event he went. He, he played. Maybe only no. if you get 136 grand for farting. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly farted on the first hole, and that's it. Went off. Clearly, there's a couple of them only played one though. So I wonder if that's what you said. You know, where they get relegated. Do you reckon they've only played one and fucked it off, or they're just new newcomers? Or, or, they're, or, they're just, or they're just a substitute for injury. Got injured, yeah. So they'll get chased. Because like Laurie Cantor was meant Laurie to be in Polish yeah, yeah. team, but he got injured most of the season. I saw Chase a minute ago. Um, Has he ran away? 30, <laughs> 31. 31 million? Six, no, 31st place. 6 million. It's not right. a bad bit. I mean, you'd get out of bed, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd absolutely. get out of bed for 6 million, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, cool. it'd be a struggle. Yeah. I'm going to move on from Live now. I'm going to move on to the next big topic in golf in the last few weeks, which is the PGA Tour and the RNA have both finally come to an agreement. The, the, it's called, people are calling it the rollback of the golf ball, which means that by 2030, technology and golf companies um, cannot make a golf ball that can carry more than 330 yards. They're rolling back the max distance of a golf ball. So if your ball carries, when it's hit by a robot, if your ball carries more than 330 yards, it cannot be used on on any professional tour. And the thinking behind this is that golf courses across the world are running out of space because of the advances in technology over the last 25, 30 years. Golf courses used to be 6,000 yards, 6,500 yards. Now, there's 7,500 yards. There's some 8,000-yard golf courses out there, yeah. and people are running out of space. Like there's, there's no place to big. So all these worldwide top-marquee golf courses have got no more real estate to build on. So there's been calls for a number of years to stop advances in equipment, clubs, balls, everything. they finally reached an agreement that it's the ball that needs to not go any longer. So... What's your thoughts on this, like, in terms of the impact on the game? And I realise it's not until 2030, but... I don't think it makes a huge amount of difference. Do you not? No. Why? Because the average the average drive, the average carry distance is not 300, 330 yards, did you say? 330 carrier. The average carry does not go 330. I think the average will probably be about 290, 300 yards. It's only the special top, top... Hit players that can knock it 330 yards. R- Rory McIlroy set the record on the PGA Tour last season um, for the longest average drive distance for a whole season and his average drive distance was about 323 yards. So I don't particularly understand why they need to do this. I get it for the length of the course but then that just plays into people's games. You just choose a lower club. If you're if you're hitting it too hard no, but what, you what change the tactic. Is, is you, what, by be people being able to hit it 330, 340, 350 yards, right, you're taking out the craft of playing golf because what they're doing is they're cutting corners on holes. They're just blasting it 300 yards over the trees. Um, most par fours now become drivable par fours. You're, not having, you're no longer having to plot your way and, and become a shot maker around a golf course because you're just powering through the golf course. So they mm. want to create golf back into like shot crafts and shot shapes and drive down to the corner and then a long iron in and stuff like that. They're trying to avoid people. I mean, because a normal, 15 years ago, a normal par four used to be, what, 350? Well, you can drive the ball 350 now. I think if you've got the ability to drive it that far, you should be allowed to. I I agree. I don't think the problem's the ball. I think the problem's the technology and the driver and the and the three woods and, and the irons and Everyone's things like that. Everyone's got access to the same technology, though. So if someone can drive it 350, that's because they've moulded their 
ability and their technique to do that. That's not 100% no. true. No. It's the opposite, in it? And that's why they want the ball to go no more than 3.30. So it becomes a level playing field for people. But 3.30, like Bullis says, is still incredibly long. That's like the top 1% mm. on tour are in it 3.20. We all know that it's harder to hit a 3 or a 4 iron into a green than it is to hit an 8 or an R9. Mm. And the problem you've got now is your world's top players that have got the equipment, they've got the, they're, they're doing it in the ball 3.20, 3.30, often 3.70 with carry. Yeah. Sorry, in, in terms of like your role as well. They're, they're hitting, your longer hitters are hitting nine irons into the greens and the, your other players are hitting five irons. Well, now with a nine iron, you know as well as I do, you can throw you, you can throw a dart. Yeah. You can fucking land it, you get more spin. So they've got a distinct advantage over the players that can't hit it as far, a distinct advantage. I, but then you've got the argument that Christian said, if you've, if you've developed your body physically and you've developed your swing where you can middle it 330, then good for you for mm. finding an advantage. Mm. Look at look at some players now. Look at what look at how physical and physically fit golfers are now. If you look at Rory McIlroy now, from Rory McIlroy ten years ago, he's a different person. He's stacked on so much muscle and so much size. Same with Brooks Kepka, same with Bryson DeChambeau, same with you could list a few a few players like that, which is great for them. They've they've done that. They've got themselves physically fit and, and able to do that. That's great. I don't think the problem's the ball. I think there's an issue with technology in the clubs. But I also think some golf courses are laid out far too easy. Going back to what you said a minute ago as well about the clubs, I don't think players should be allowed to have bespoke equipment. I think the brand should make clubs and you choose your clubs, but you go with whatever the brand makes. Yeah, Rory has to go get his clubs from Sports Direct. No, you can still get it from Taylor Made, but you're not going to get this special club that only Rory can have because yeah, Rory's decided to it's make not it. That, it's not that only Rory can have that club. It's the fact that Rory McIlroy will go into Taylor Made and his driver swing will be, I don't know, five or six miles an hour quicker than someone else's. So he needs to tweak that driver to be bespoke for him. Yeah, but just don't do that. It's like if I don't think I don't think tweaking equipment. Gives him an advantage. No, I don't he, think. I don't think it gives him a massive eight and a half degree driver and fucking. I don't know. Scottish Sheffield wants a nine and a half degree. That's just how you want your club yeah. set up. Your preference. I, I don't think that's an advantage. I think a lot of it. That sometimes golf courses, certainly on smaller events, golf courses are laid out far too easy because they want birdies. They want birdies. They want eagles. They want as low a scoring as possible, and it is laid out to be too easy. The greens are slow. The fairways are. Uh, Either they're either slow so it stops, or they're rapid so it just goes right on and rolls. And if you're throwing darts into a green and the greens are slow and and they're soft, you're going to score low. Yeah, the, yeah. Like if there's a bit of rain, PJ Tours can just start throwing darts, can't yeah. they? Mm-hmm. Ready club. I think Bryson DeChambeau sort of was the first one to sort of make a mockery of a major golf course. So he, when he won the mm-hmm. U.S. Open, it was set up with horrible rough, right? And he didn't care. He would prefer to hit 370, 380 into the rough and leave himself 100 yards in than plot his way around and leave himself 200 yeah. yards in with his second shot. And he, and he won out the, from out the rough. My, my issue with this is, it's because so many people are going low, that's why they're changing the ball. This, this is If you look at 20 years ago, when Tiger Woods was going low constantly, but it was only him going low, they want a problem. 
Yeah, yeah. Tiger Woods was Tiger Woods on a I think it was a US <laughs> Open or a, or um, a PGA Tour event. He was 13 under. The next person closest to him was on plus two. Both Tiger Woods and Rory, who've notoriously been the longest in their generation, they've both for quite a while been calling for this rollback rule about there being a limit on the golf ball to carry. And do you know the reason why they're not bothered? Because you might think, well, they're the, they're in it the longest. Why are they not bothered? Because they'd still know that they'd be good enough if everyone was in it three thirty. They'd still probably be competing at the top of yeah. the leaderboard every week because they're good enough. Because so they've got every shot. They've got every shot in the locker. Yeah, exactly. A bit like me. Yeah, a bit like you. No, yeah. but <laughs> very much like you. <laughs> this rollback rule, right? It should only be applied on professional tours for ninety nine percent of the world's golfers, right? If you're going to provide the amateur golfers like us with a golf ball that does go a little bit further, then help us out. Yeah. Like, don't be restricting our technology. No. We, we're, you're looking at golf through a tiny little narrow lens of the hyper-successful golfers in the world. Like yeah, the top yeah, absolutely. Everybody else, if you can find a golf ball that I can hit 300 yards, I'm buying it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to stifle your golf shot, no, do you? Because you'll exactly. be going 100 yards yeah, off exactly. the tee. <laughs> for, the, for the amateur golfer, this makes no difference at all. No, because we can't get anywhere no near difference. that anyway. Zero. Yeah. So you're still going to have tailor-made releasing TP5s you can put on the shelf and it makes zero difference yeah. to the amateur golfer. It's to the top 1% of these professional golfers that are playing in competitions that are earning money week after week after week who are bombing it 350, 370, sometimes 400 yards. Do you know what it kind of feels like? It feels like if you know um, a, f- a footballer whose whole game is pace and you're saying to them, you know you can run that fast, don't run that fast. Yeah, Run a little bit slower so everyone else can keep up. It's a bit like um, saying, right, we're only going to let the ball travel so fast because Roberto Carlos has mastered 100 mile an hour free kicks. Yeah. Like, let's make the ball only go 80 mile an hour. Like, yeah, it just, it, just, it just feels it feels restrictive. It feels like they're going backwards what a little do, bit. What I do get is that these, these world-class courses like Pebble Beach, Sawgrass and that, right, there's no more space, right? You've got courses there that cost billions of dollars to make. And essentially, if the advances in technology was going to continue at the pace it is, in the next 20 years, all of those world-class golf courses would become not fit for purpose anymore. Yeah. So do you know what I'd say to that? Make them, plot them harder. Make the rough thicker. Yeah, this make is it, what I say. Make the rough thicker, make it longer, make the greens make the greens like glass. Do you know what I don't Stick understand? Stick a few crocodiles in the middle of it or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I understand? Dangers. Your par fours, you'll notice on the PGA Tour, the fairway... Runs all the way from once you've hit it 100 yards all the way down to the green, right? If people are hitting that drive, if the people are hitting that drive 330, 340, right? Then it's a 400 yard hole. From 280 yards, rough it yeah. to the green. Yep. So you either hit it 280, but as soon as you go past 280, you're in unplayable rough. Yep. Why don't you change the pars as well? Force it. What do you mean? Well, if you've got a, a par five. Yeah. And you're driving it really, really long, so you, you're reducing your shot take. Make it a par four or a par three. They've done that and in they've some instances. They've that, done that yeah. in some instances where you've got five hundred and five hundred yard par fours. Yeah. yeah, but there's only so many times you can really do that before you you're playing a course that's a sixty six shot golf course. I, I, do you mm. know what I like? I like these some of these new course courses that are popping up, which is. Six par threes, six par fours, and six par fives. Yes, nice. Eight, six, yeah, par seventy-two. You uh, get you get some of them. I think there was one at um, a US Open was not so long back. Whistling Strikes, It could have been one of them. There was a two hundred eighty yard par three. Wow, two hundred eighty yard par three. I'll get my nine out. But then, all, but then also, <laughs> not your eight. Some of the hardest <laughs> par threes in the world are like one hundred and ten yards. 
Pebble, you know, because of Pebble how Beach. they're set up and yeah, all that yeah. and in the wind and all that lot. Some of them are really hard. So I think it's more the pressure of these these world famous golf courses. They have a lot of say. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're well fucking linked in with the PGA Tour. So they'll have been putting pressure on saying, you're going to make my golf course obsolete. I but, do like an analogy. So I'm going to I'm gonna liken this a little bit like I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Okay. You know when someone goes to do a trial and they've made a lot of effort to make this amazing trial for TV and someone says, I'm a celebrity after two minutes. It's exactly And that. it becomes redundant that you yeah, don't yeah. see it. And then we always bring it back, don't they, later on? Yeah, yeah. Because they're like, we've fucking done this. If you start what do you mean like they on this one? <laughs> yeah. If you start going around Pebble Beach in 58, 59, yeah. right, then mm. the PGA Tour not coming to Pebble Beach No, you lose anymore. it, don't you? Yeah. You, lose it, you lose it all. The last thing that you want to see is someone finish a four-day tournament I do get on that. minus 35, minus 40. It is, it's yeah. not a good spectacle. That's yeah. why they open. We'll rarely go to St. Andrews. Yeah, yeah, it's too short. Exactly. But I, I think, like we said... And I know a thing or two about being too short as well. So <laughs> you know a lot, I, about, being, you know a lot yeah. about being short. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's why, although it's the ball, although it's the technology in the clubs, it's the golf course as well. The setup of the golf course as well. If you change all three of them, there you go. You fixed yeah. it. I still say, slim out the fairways, grow out the rough... Deepen the bunkers and quicken up the greens. Give them all wooden clubs and make them all, Hic- make them all yeah. play with their opposite hand. Hickory clubs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Make, make, them, all, make them hit a medicine ball or something. Make, <laughs> make them all play with their opposite hand. So if you're right-handed, you play left-handed. Sit on your hand the, first. The strange. <laughs> Stick a windmill in the middle. <laughs> yeah. I'm up for that. Yeah. Make him tee off with a putter or something. There you go. You can only Do put it backwards. With, you can only put with a driver. That's it. So you t- Yeah, you tee off with your putter. And you put with your driver. You know, the problem with that is <laughs> some of them pros can hit a putter off the table 250 yards. Well, fair play to them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's not, we're giving other people an advantage here. Yeah. Or the better you are, you have to do it backwards. So the, the shitter players can play with the driver and your roar is, I have to play with the putter off the tee. Christian's playing his driver then off the tee, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm delivering shit, so I get to use my driver. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen that? Have you seen like a couple of golf YouTube channels do it, where they play a one club challenge? What club would yeah. you pick to get around a golf course if you was only allowed one club all the way around? Um, seven or eight. I would go with my hybrid. Would you? Yeah. How would you get out of a bunker with a fucking hybrid? Can't fucking get out of them anyway. That is true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Christian. I'd go with seven iron. I'll just make can, sure I don't go in it. You can use. Oh, is that how you do it? That's how is that how it. golf works? Yeah, yeah just, just don't make go sure in you it. Do it yeah. I'd just go in the hole off every every shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's got to be a seven or eight because, like you say, for all you, you can get seven. it pretty far off the tee. You should be able to get enough loft out of a bunker. Yeah. Um, you can get a seven iron pretty far off the tee. Yeah, one fifty, one sixty. Do me. you know what? That's the next video for you. One yeah. club challenge. One club challenge. Seven iron. You can only use seven iron. I play play better actually. You make your seven iron be a three iron or a fucking nine iron. Yeah, exactly. Talk, that's, that's where it's good. Talking of getting some footage. Yeah. Some of the lads are off on a exotic golf trip to Portugal over the Christmas break. Yeah, where, where you, when you're both going. <laughs> not you guys going off to do a lad's holiday. It's, it's not, not a lad's holiday. holiday. It's a golf, golf holiday. All right, you misses that listening. I'm, if it, <laughs> 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 I'm interested, though, if people, like, people want to drop in the comments if they've got any ideas on what sort of formats we should be playing because we're going to try and get some footage four, four, out two, there, yeah. aren't we? And see if, see if there's any form. I mean, I like the idea of, of us playing first day, playing a scramble mm-hmm. 18, see if we can... I was going to say break par, but... Is that a bit of a stretch? Should we go for break 75? Break yeah, 75 yeah, I reckon, yeah, I reckon break 75, yeah, for the first one. We'll play a break have 75. You, have you ever scramble. broke... Oh, do you mean together? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, if you ever broke 75? 
I thought he was doing singly. No, so neither of us have broke 75 ever. <laughs> that's ambitious. <laughs> Just because you've yeah. got a bit of sun, you're like, yeah. we're going to be fucking mint now. Hey. Should, we well, go? Should we go try and go for three under? I've, I've had lessons, mate. I'm going for it. You oh, have to let's talk about them lessons. Yeah. talk about we, these we'll lessons? Finish up, we'll finish off Portugal first, then we'll come back to it. No, I think we was there, there or thereabouts. Oh, no, <laughs> we, were just, we were just saying. <laughs> so we're we're say. at, no, we're looking at different formats. So we'll play first round, first round scramble. Okay, well, what we're going to try and do is we're going to try and get 18 out early doors in the morning and then have some lunch and then either get out for another 9 or 18 in the afternoon, if we can be asked. Yep. I'm sure we can be because we've got buggies. So, um, whether we just play, play around ourselves, our own ball, stroke play in the morning for the 18... And then we do a bit of the footage in the afternoon. I think that'd be good. I think that's a good, a good idea. Play proper in the morning, and yeah. the afternoon can be a bit of a fuck about. We need, we need to do a stroke play or a match play, me versus you, for the soon to be here Intercontinental title. Fucking hell, this IC title was coming about six months ago. It's coming. Is it really? <laughs> it's, it's on the way. It's coming as quickly as your next sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got fuck all to say. That's why I ain't said no yet. <laughs> that was quite funny. That <laughs> I quite enjoyed that one. Is it is it coming as quickly as you you break hundred? <laughs> I did it twice, mate. <laughs> Triggered back, mate. Hey, we're fighting here, mate. This is like the well shittiest roast. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most polite roast. Is this when you break hundred? Is this when you do this? No, no, no. This is, is it coming as you? Is it coming as quickly as you reach in the top shelf in Tesco? <laughs> It's coming as quickly as your man back to life, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the roast just got real. Chris has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> My little ding's just come on and said it. I was like, oh, fuck it. He's here. He's in the room. He's in the room. Uh, God, how much of that will make it in? To put it all in. Put it all in. On the last it. pod, you just did. I don't, people who watched the last pod will see it, but you just, I think we, we crossed the line a couple of times. And you just you just hear me or Christian going, that can't go in. You, every time you just hear just going, that in. needs to go in, mate. Just yeah, leave it in. fuck it. He's a fucking renegade, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like when I hear that stuff that stays in there, I think, oh, Chris is just can't be asked to edit that. <laughs> that is true, actually. He's he he, come to the end of it. He says he, he, says he doesn't fucking edit. He just lo- uploads it straight yeah. away. Yeah, if I'm in a mood where I can't be asked, mate, it's all going in. <laughs> putting a lot in. It's gonna, let, let us know whether you do actually just want to see a raw, unedited I do. Podcast. I want to see it. I want to leave a comment because I want to see that. Because we do chop it up and we do take a lot out to get it down to 45, 50 minutes because we'd only record about an hour and 10. We chop it up like Chris Pilmar chops up his kid. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely can't stay here. That is too bad. That's definitely going in. Fuck's sake. 100% that's going in. <laughs> uh, well, maybe we're going to have to change this from a golf pod to an X rated pod. <laughs> anyway, golf lesson. Yeah, let's yeah, get back let's to your golf lessons. Let's get back to that. Yeah. So I've had three. Yeah. And it's it's been it's been pretty good so far. Good stuff. Changed changed a couple of bits. The first one was changing the grip. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what have you gone for? A stronger Back to one. Front. <laughs> a stronger one. <laughs> it, it was a, it was a bit weak. <laughs> I bet you had a weak grip, mate. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I've been on a golf trip with you. I can corroborate that. Was it your first hole in one? <laughs> yeah, he did it. <laughs> yeah, his grip, his grip was too strong. I had to tell him to stop. <laughs> uh, so yeah, changed that, and which which helped. Um, the second one was a, 
a bit of a recap on it and then... So what was the issue with the grip? Because it was weak. <laughs> was it, no, I'm not going back to that. I'm genuinely asking. If you had a weak grip, does that mean you're more likely to push it? Yeah. Pull so, it? Yeah, so... The... <laughs> Are you alright over there? <laughs> I can't have a serious conversation. <laughs> Please talk about your weak grip. <laughs> We're back to Chris's agony on. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. It's too much sometimes. You, That's what she with says. your weak grip, you're more likely to leak the balls. Leak the balls right, yeah. Yeah, leak them, leak them to the right, yeah. <laughs> what? That was a genuine question. I know it was. I'm just waiting. For... Oh, okay. I'm just seeing at the corner of my oh, eye. I'm just going to close my eyes while you carry on talking for a little bit. What an imagine my strong grip. <laughs> Just not looking at you because it's making me giggle. No, so we, so my my grip was my grip was weak. <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on from the grip, right? Can we just go to what trying. else you've been? What else have you been doing? Is this actually golf lessons or is yeah, it something the, yeah, completely different? The, the next lesson was about his shaft <laughs> shaft angle. <laughs> oh, oh, weak grip and a weak shaft. And then, and then and then the third one was about the angle of my head. Did Pele turn up? <laughs> <laughs> Bluetooth. <laughs> uh, so have you actually got any better? <laughs> yeah, it's a funny thing. I promise you haven't even had a lesson. Yeah. Uh, no, I have. I've had three. No, you haven't. Uh, I have. Hmm. All right. Why don't you talk us through your golf lessons? What What? What have you been focusing on? <laughs> <laughs> Swing. Right. Okay, good job, yeah. I ain't going to say that other word because it'll just crack up. That's fine. Um, yeah, focus on my swing, get my, get my swing right and going from over rotating to doing a half swing and then trying to whip it through right because when i found that when i was going f- as far around as i was that's why i was losing the technique and that was so even actually shortened your back swing yeah you? okay yeah. does he get does the instructor get behind you no like you see on the movies no and does he straddle you no a bit like ghost no no what the fuck's ghost you feel sweezy patrick pottery. Oh. pottery oh, yeah oh, you know yeah. like he's real central behind you that's no, what's happening isn't it real no. what what was the word Sen- sensual sensual good word that I like that yeah. sensual. sensual sensual this podcast has got a bit homoerotic Sens- <laughs> sensual with my eighth iron <laughs> I'm going to struggle to chop this up I'll be honest I think it's all good content it's all, it's all yeah, good, so, content, it's all good stuff it's all going it's in all, it's all in it's like it's all in yeah. so what what are we expecting then out so going into Portugal with these new swing adjustments are you going to hit the range over Christmas and try and yeah I've got another lesson before before we go have you played like an actual game of golf since you've had lessons. I don't know if you've seen the weather, mate. It's been shit. Was no, the last I mean, time you pockets. played when we fit all film break 50? Yeah, I've been to a range a few times. Have you? Yeah, yeah. How many lessons did you have before you went to the break 50? One. Did I? Yeah, I think you were telling me about it. Yeah, yeah sorry, one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Must be more than one you need to yeah, make I did, it work. Yeah, I did, because we made that joke about the uh, draw with a seven iron. Yeah, yeah. And it was a bit of a baby draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I suppose with your game, though, like you, you've never been a massive fader of the ball, but for you to still have a weak grip, it would be highly unlikely now with your grip change that you you're ever going to fade the ball now. Yeah, it shouldn't go right now. No, no, you should. Uh, shouldn't. If, if anything, <laughs> should, no, should. if anything, the danger now is almost a snap hook, is it not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. But we'll so, see. We'll see how yeah, it goes. We'll see Portugal. Work, work in, see if it's money well spent. However, you come back from Portugal thinking shit. I think the good thing when you go on a holiday like that is I, when I go away to play golf, like you want to play well. I've mm. said it all along. You want to strike the ball well. You yeah. don't want to stink the place out wherever you're going for three days. You spent a lot of money going there. But 
you almost care less mm. because you're you're at Celtic Manor, right? yeah. you're, at, you're in fucking Portugal, so you almost care less. Yeah, you're not you're not Don't, playing. Yeah, yeah. You're not playing Springhead or, yeah. or a fucking. It's a bit like when we said, would you would you want to play council courses all your life and shoot eighty five, or would you want to play all the world's top courses and shoot one twenty? You shoot yeah. one twenty, yeah. Of course, because it's the yeah. experience of playing golf in these great places. Yeah, you I love agree. to constantly shoot one twenty. I know, I love it. I mean, Even yeah, on the shit courses, I was say, that's, your, yeah. that's your normal round anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Any inform these Portugal courses, like where we're playing? What is it? We're in the Algarve, aren't we? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So two of the courses are on the complex. Yeah. One of them is just off it, and then the other two are a bit further away. Sounds they, like it you, sounds like crazy golf. Have we had a chance to have a look yet? Is there a lot of water? Is it is it windy? I've like, had, is it a stadium I, 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 I don't. I don't know if it's windy. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see from here. Can you predict the future for us? Please? Uh, <laughs> I I can predict that it'll be seventeen degrees. I mean, I'd take that in January. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Seventeen degrees, no wind. I've had a look at the courses. The the two on the complex is a couple of long. Longer par threes, but they're uh, sorry, longer par fours, but they're also a couple of shortish par fives. Like how, how many bunkers? Four forty. I didn't count. Too many. No, I just didn't count. Did you deliberately pick the ones without bunkers? No, pick, we picked the best value. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll surprise you. A bunker, don't worry about that. But yeah, it's it looks looks decent, looking looking good condition. Good stuff. Variety of variety of uh, holes, bit of water. I think that's how golf works, mate. Yeah, <laughs> there is a variety of holes. <laughs> Normally 18, 17, 18. Well, that's not right if there's always 18. <laughs> so just moving on now from Portugal, obviously we'll try and get some footage on the channel around Portugal. Should be good fun. Liv announced that next year that it's not going to be at Centurion when it comes to England. It's going to be at the new JCB, JCB. golf course, which has already had the senior tour there. Mm-hmm. Beautiful golf course. I know Rick Shields has played there a few times as well. But it's obviously got that iconic 17th, which is like... 250 yards downhill over water. It's like a bit of an island green kind of Yeah, yeah. Um, so that'll be good fun. But equally as well, if we're going there this year, obviously the advantage is that it's, it's near Birmingham. Yeah, not far yeah. at all, is it? No, no. Much easier than London. Yeah, exactly. So we need to be going to that. When can we start booking that? When's it, when well, did you yeah, book it last time? Think, oh, at, in the new year. Last yeah, time, yeah. January, February, yeah. I think it was. Well, I'll get on that this year. When they release tickets, yeah. Um, so that'll be worth Because we looked mm. at the British Masters, didn't we? Which is... Is that at the Belfry? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was either the British Masters or, or Liv, but probably get it's more It's got to be Liv, isn't it? Probably Surely. get more from Liv. Yeah. Because the British Masters is... Who goes to the British Masters? What do you mean? Players-wise? Yeah, but yeah. It's normally... You'll get the top European players come back off the PGA Tour for the odd event. So you'll get like Tommy Fleetwood there, Tyrrell Hatton there, oh, okay. people like that. So it's That's a decent field, yeah. You'd get the Hoygaards, you'd get Aberg. I love Fleetwood. Love Fleetwood. Mm. He's, I think he's games in a place where he might go on to win a major fairly soon. Do you think? I hope so. And, I'd love and, that. And I'd love Hovland. to see that. I'd love to see Hovland, Hovland win a yeah, major. Yeah, well. I like Hovland. Yeah. I'm going to make a bold prediction about the majors, uh, the, the four majors next year. Go on then, predict your major winners. I'm not going to predict major winners, right. but I think, <laughs> no. <laughs> What's your prediction then? You no, know, I'm going to fucking say. Predict who comes third? No, I'm going to predict that all majors will be won by live players. All four? All four. Wow. I wonder what odds you'd get on that. Mm. See if you could see if you get a bookie that'll take that bet. Yeah, I think the the players that are on live, I think they will win all the majors next year. Nice. Is that because they're all going to go to live? <laughs> By the time it gets to that point, it, I mean, it won't surprise me if they nah. do. To be fair, but yeah, I think. So if you're thinking that, then who who do you think on live is is likely to win? Not necessarily all four, but if they're all going to come from live, who you think is going to be the ones that are going to be there or thereabouts? Ram Smith. Kepka, those three probably. Yeah, 
Um, I won't mind Cam Smith winning some more. I love Cam Smith as well. So I'm just thinking, this podcast is going to be going out on January the second. Yeah, which is the which is the same day that we fly to Portugal. So this will be quite aptly delivered. This podcast. Yeah, it's almost like it was planned. Yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah. <laughs> right, boys, are we done? Boom, done. I think we're wrapped up. Fini- Actually, before we do go, oh, we do go. you know what I want to talk about on, oh, on golf? Go for it. Is all these little formats like Longish Drive and um, have you seen it loads on TikTok and that lately and, and, and stuff? There's a competitions of how quick you can get around a golf course. Oh, I've seen this before. Like people get it, around like nat- 60 minutes. Yeah, like minutes. generally like people are getting around it so quick and they've got the golf clubs attached to the body, haven't they? Yeah. And they're running on and just whipping, and just locking it yeah. in and running off and running to next tee. Where'd that, sh- where'd that get born from? Like, I don't know, but some of them are shooting like 75, They're, they're, they're shooting amazing, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. And doing it as quick as possible. <laughs> I saw the thing on TikTok where they tried to knock a marshmallow off your head with a golf club or get a marshmallow no, in your mouth. No, you hitting oh, marshmallows yeah. marshmallow Did you send that? Yeah, you sent that you in said the group. It to us, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon yeah. we should try that. Yeah, put it on the next podcast, yeah. Like, we'll do that one we can flop it over as well. <laughs> I won't, trust, I won't trust you flopping over. <laughs> back to, back to Bullis' lessons again. Weak grips, shafts, flopping, flopping over. over. This is a podcast. Right, now, you can, no ra- now you can wrap it up. We, we are strong grips. <laughs> on, on that note. Yeah. On that note. We're going to bring this one to a close. All right, we'll, um, we'll see you in Portugal. Peace. Ciao. Boom. Boom.